Welcome to another episode of the Water Women Podcast, the podcast all things ocean. I'm your host, Jill. Welcome back to another episode of the Water Women Podcast. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to live on a sailboat with your sister? Because that's what Sasha and Natalie are doing, and it's really cool. I found these two lovely ladies on Instagram and very quickly became obsessed with their lifestyle and how they're living on a boat in a sustainable way by catching their own food and making their own water. They are so incredible, and I'm not going to talk anymore. We're just going to jump in and hear about how they're doing it, what they're doing, and the voyages they have planned in the future. So ladies, take it away. Tell us a little bit about you. But um, So um, yeah, we, I mean, we kind of grew up on this boat. It's our, it's our dad's boat. He had it built in Taiwan 35 years Mm -hmm. ago. Um, So we spent a lot of time on it as kids, but um, we also learned kind of how to work together on a sailboat during sail camp in Michigan. Uh, we did sail camp in Michigan, and then when we kind of aged out of that, we moved to race race training, um, and yeah. we sailed on a 420, which is a, what, 16 foot? I think it's either 14 or 16 foot, like two-person boat, so okay. I was the skipper, and Natalie was the crew, so I was like the, you know, person steering, and and so we, we did that for quite a while, mm-hmm. and we were competitive swimmers at the same time, mm-hmm. so our mom got us into swimming right away when we were kids just because of sailing she wanted us to know how to swim in case we fell overboard you know so we were doing swimming and sailing at the same time and um and then once we aged out of sailing we race training that's about 18 years old um once you go to a college once you're not in high school anymore you're not allowed to be on the race team Mm -hmm. um they age out to a different group yeah, yeah they have older ones but we did that we did race training for about six years yeah, and then we both um, we both got scholarships for swimming to college, so we got to go to school for free. Mm-hmm. Well, just about free. Yeah. And um, so yeah, Natalie went to Long Island University in Brooklyn, New York, and I went to um, University of Illinois in Champaign, mm-hmm. Urbana, and we got our degrees, and we were like, and we actually started planning this trip my freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. We were moving out of our old house in Michigan, and our dad had all his old charts up from the Pacific. And we were in the process of taking him down, but Natalie and I were looking at him. We're like, Papa, where did you go? Like, can you tell us your exact routes? And we're all hyped about it because, you know, we'd heard stories our entire life. And um, so then I turned to Natalie and I was like, Natalie, like, the boat is just sitting behind the house in Florida. Nobody's using it. Well, actually, we kind of looked at each other and, like, gears started turning, you know, like, we both kind of, (laughs) yes, yes. we look your intuition of like, yeah, we're on yeah. the same page exactly yeah. we're always we're on the same page quite a bit actually it's funny. and then sasha mentioned the boat and we were just like that's yeah like why not and we're then like, we looked at our dad and we were like papa is why this not? something that you would you know be okay with so about six seven years ago we started slowly doing projects on the boat our dad had the rigging redone um so that way we started installing new um, electronics because nothing had been updated on the boat since mm-hmm. probably he sailed around the Pacific. Um, 
So yeah, we did a lot of updates. We learned a lot about the boat. We learned a lot about the mechanical aspect, the electrical aspect. Um, he had us install almost everything ourselves. So that way we knew how everything was run. And um, yeah, and then we fin- We both were like, well, we have to finish college first, get our degrees, and then mm-hmm. we'll go. And it was actually perfect timing with COVID too. So, you know, we both want to go back to school eventually, but there's no, there's, I don't know, I, I don't want to pay all that money to go to school of mine, you know? <laughs> Well, why not take this time to go in an adventure? So, and um, obviously with COVID and regulations and whatnot and places yeah. shut down, it, it does make it difficult to kind of reach, go to the places where we dreamt of, you know, like cross the Pacific and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. It'll happen eventually, but um, we're just kind of taking a slower route around yeah. so we don't have there. to work. yeah absolutely it's it been just like a like, practice run almost yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah and so that's kind of what this year was um <laughs> last year we went out and then of course covid happened about two weeks after we got to the bahamas so things slowed down big time and um it gave us enough time to figure out what we needed to do on the boat that summer so we did do a few projects and then this time around our parents were out with us for a few months and then they left and now we're on our own and um we're like, honestly, it's been a dream. It's been amazing. And we've definitely like over exceeded our expectations of ourselves. But also we've figured out that there are so many more things we need to yeah. do on this boat before it is ready to cross an ocean yeah. again. You know, like there's, we've had um, cleats, cleats, cleats ripped out of the side of the boat. We've had some small leaks, nothing like too serious, but also something that if you're not like up keeping it then it's gonna turn into something much worse and it's all just and the end of its lifespan you know it's time for those things to be fixed anyways which is why they're all breaking yeah (laughs) we need to do have a better water maker our dinghies we're trying to do that you know everything living on a boat you need water you need we need to probably add more solar um we run yeah we run everything uh, uh in our boat off solar so the only time we run the engine is when we're leaving port, coming into port and anchoring. Unless um, unless necessary. Unless necessary, yeah. like if it's cloudy. Um, yeah. But yeah, other than that, everything is runoff solar. So there's some more updates that we need to do mm-hmm. if we want to live very, I guess, so comfortably, cool. you could say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's rewind a little bit before you even like. <laughs> sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no problem. No, I love that. You get a little excited. <laughs> as you should, as you should. Where did you guys grow up? Because I've heard Michigan, I've heard Florida. Where was like <laughs> home base for you guys? Yeah. So it's that was always a difficult question for us to answer because like I was born in California. Um, the boat was there when I was born. And then um, we moved to the Netherlands when I was six months old and where Natalie was born. Our mom's from there. So um, she just wanted to be closer to family with small kids. Mm -hmm. And then um, we moved to Mexico for a few months because we had planned on doing this Caribbean trip when we were little kids. And uh, we just never got to it. The boat had a lot more work on it that um, it needed that my dad didn't expect. So then we moved to Michigan. And he got a job there working for Ford Motor Company as an electrical engineer. And we grew up in Michigan. But every winter, probably from like kindergarten through eight, seventh or eighth grade for me, mm-hmm. we went to Florida for about two to three months. So they would take us out of school. 
public school. They would homeschool us during those months. We would go sailing all up and down the coast, QS, Cuba. And then um, we'd come back and and just get right back to school where everybody else was and Mm -hmm. back to public school for the last few months of school. And so that's how we grew up for a while until high school, of course. But then we also got more serious with swimming. And um, And then also once you're older, you know, things like you can only skip 10 days of school and truancy and getting in big trouble. So we eventually it came to the point where we weren't allowed to do that. But we pushed the limits for sure. Mm. We pushed the limits. (laughs) So it was our parents. They weren't big fans of winter and they just wanted to be able to take advantage of the boat down in Florida and just, you know, family trips. So that's that's kind of how we grew up up until college. Yeah. I love that. So this boat's been in your family like forever. forever. So I guess you could say like the the boat is your home. Yeah, that's than, like, that's the way we look at it. Like... Yeah. Right <laughs> yeah. right now everything that we could need, everything that we want, everything that we really need to survive off of is on the boat, you know? Yeah. Like we do have things in places like um, our parents' house, you know, but it's not necessarily what we ever need. It's not something I, we I don't remember. Live, yeah. 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 I don't even remember what's over The boat yeah, is home just, for sure. It's stuff that yeah, yeah, exactly. Kind of thing. Not like exactly. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That is so cool. So you grew up sailing mm-hmm. on a boat. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of seemed like natural for you 100%. guys to be like, yeah, this is like, we're just going to do this forever. <laughs> yeah, we want That's to. So cool. Yeah, we, it's definitely <laughs> something that we like. I mean, the boat, it's just comfortable for us to live on here. You know, it's really, it's not difficult. I mean, we have our, I guess, set chores, I guess you would say. Like, I do most of the cooking. Sasha does most of the dishes. We all do the cleaning, organizing, um, maintenance, all that stuff. But it's just like, we don't really need a bigger space. It'd be nice to be on land, but like, we couldn't imagine waking up and walking outside and not seeing the ocean. I I disagree. I don't think it would be nice to be on land because you can go wherever you want (laughs) on a boat. You like, like you mentioned earlier, we catch our own food. We we're very active. We meet so many incredible people. And I honestly, if I had a choice, I would choose boat. <laughs> yeah, definitely boat. I think I fully agree. <laughs> so like if there's room for a third, like let me know. I'll okay. just jump on. <laughs> I mean, when else would you be able to just pick up an anchor and just move? Yeah, your boat, literally you know? pick up your home and, go. and go somewhere else. Yeah. Like it's all. It's all like, you're taking everything yeah. with you. You don't even have no. to pack. Like you're just. Exactly. Gone. I love that. That's and most of the time, we're like running the boat off wind. You know, like we don't use our engine. We barely yeah. run our engine when we're sailing. We're sailing, and then it's like you're not using any yeah. fuel. You're not. It's very. So our carbon footprint is very minimal. Yeah, yeah, which is cool too. So you're thinking also money money wise, wise yeah, because mm-hmm. diesel is oh, expensive. Oh. Yes. <laughs> you don't use a lot then it's awesome and then water can be expensive but then you're making your own so it's like yeah it becomes very very affordable a a fairly affordable lifetime or oh my god fairly affordable lifestyle lifestyle but of course until something breaks then that's where that's where the money comes in things can get expensive that way but but nothing like living on land even you know yeah so before we jump into talking about like catching your food and making your own water, because that just blows my mind that you guys do that. 
what was like mm-hmm. your first few days on the boat like like learning the like okay so this is how this is gonna work and like you'd obviously been sailing for your whole lives but like yeah the first days of like committing to like okay we're we're living on this boat now where were there like some kinks to work out or was it smooth sailing what would you say last year um or I'd say probably last year. I think the most difficult part was, um, well, there were four of us on board, so our parents had were, were with us at the time. So that made it a little bit more um, difficult to adjust because it's, you know, it's a big <laughs> boat, but it's a small boat for four people to live on. Hmm. And then you're still, yeah. each person, like for some, for it to work on a boat, each person has to have a specific job, has to, you know, has to per, like give has to give um, as much as, as much as it, yeah, yeah from and so well. I think yeah. that was the most difficult part was just figuring out who was doing what you know chores and all that and then making sure that everyone followed through with them because that's when things get difficult and um yeah it's just very difficult to get along then too because you're like oh you didn't do this you didn't do that you know and that's a lot more noticeable on a boat than like in a house if you forget to take out the garbage or you there's know, nowhere the to run away you yeah. can't just drive off or walk yeah. down the road you know i mean you could swim away but how far well, are you gonna get really yeah exactly exactly <laughs> I so i think that was the most difficult part yeah just kind of finding the place for everyone yeah finding each other's place yeah mm-hmm. yeah it is difficult like you can have a real big boat but with four people that's mm-hmm. going to feel like a small boat kind of thing like yeah yep. yeah and two dogs each other which is yeah. wild that you guys have your dogs with you <laughs> um what kind yeah. of boat is it like how like what size is your boat what kind of boat it sorry it's um so it was built by trade winds in the young sun shipyard in taiwan uh, it's a 42-7, which is, like, registered, but we have a bow pulpit and a stern pulpit, I guess you could call it, with our dinghy davits, which adds an extra seven feet, so mm-hmm. overall it's 50 feet, um, nice. and it has a 13-foot beam, so the inner living space, we have so much storage, though, so it's it doesn't feel as wide as it is because of mm-hmm. all our storage, which is great for when we go and do longer passages, we can store a lot more food, yeah. um, you know, all that. And she she draws six and a half feet, so that makes it a little a little bit difficult when we're navigating the Bahamas. There's certain areas we can't go. Yeah. Um. So like I'd say about around four feet max to go wherever you want here, you know. Yeah. So we're kind of a little over that. <laughs> um. Well, we make it work. Yeah, we make it work. But yeah, she we carry three hundred fifty gallons of water, three hundred fifty gallons of fuel. So she's a a long haul. Closer, yeah. 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 Sure. Well, that'll be very nice when you guys do eventually cross the ocean because you won't have to worry about exactly. it. Exactly. There's no yeah. grocery yeah. stores in the middle of the ocean. So, you know, no. that's the problem. No. Exactly. Yeah. So, actually, for food, that's not really a huge concern for you guys because you guys can catch your own food. So, how do you, yeah. Yeah. How did you I mean, guys get into that? How did you like discover this and like decide, like, yeah, like that's easy enough. We can do that. No big deal. Well, I mean, so we kind of started out pretty, like, basic. basic. So last year we had the most basic pull spears. Pretty sure we started out with a three-prong, which is what you usually get, like, lionfish or lobster with. Um, And uh, we kind of just, like, started diving, you know, started looking for fish. We didn't really know a lot of fish um then yeah, fish identification was yeah, difficult for us. we didn't know Same. what would be best 
Yeah. yeah. We didn't know what you could eat raw, what you didn't, you know, like, but we, we got maybe three fish max last year. Um, outside we, of lionfish. We outside shot a of lot lionfish. of lionfish. Yeah. We Heck probably yeah, got about 40 lionfish. Yeah. Yeah. And that's delicious because you can eat that raw, um, which we didn't know last year, but we know now. Really good on sushi and sashimi. Um, But then going out this year, we decided, you know, a pulse beer, a good pulse Mm. beer is something that we are going to put our money towards. You know, that is something that we are going to spend money on. So we had one pulse beer. We were out here and alternating. We got a decent amount. You know, we met up. It kind of like. We, we were taken to another level when we met up with the boat we're rafted up to, a spirit animal. Um, they're mm-hmm. big fishers, big spear fishers. Um, they know fish identification, yeah. so which fish you want to shoot and which you don't. Yeah. So we learned a lot about fish identification. We learned, yeah. we, like, so much. We went out with them, and they kind of, like, showed us when to go out, where to look, what to look for, and also just, like... How to dive, how to hunt the fish. Yeah. So, I would spook him every time I dove down on a fish. Yeah. You can't <laughs> so look you at a fish. To... A fish will know if you're coming if yeah. you're even looking at it, you know? <laughs> and then we started shooting the big fish, and we started uh, hogfish, snapper. Um, Triggerfish. Triggerfish, grouper. Yellowjack, mackerel, everything. It's still, and, yeah. and, and there's, like, so many more, you know? It's like we used to look at a fish and be like, is that even edible? I yeah. don't know. And now it's like... Okay, not edible, 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 not and, edible. And it's not so much not edible or edible. It's also like we pick and choose what we want to eat. Mm-hmm. So we go yeah. out and we're like, okay, yeah, we're hungry. What do we want to eat today? Do we want to eat hogfish? Do we want to eat snapper? Do we want to catch mackerel for sushi? Um, so we're very selective in our choice too now. So that that was like once we advanced in spearfishing or pole spearfishing, then we were able to be more selective too. You know, before we were like, yeah. okay, well, we have to shoot whatever what can we can we yeah. because – Otherwise, we're not going to have anything to eat. Yeah. So now yeah. we're we're like, okay, well, you know, our skills are pretty good. So we yeah. can, if we, we see a fish we that's a, that we want, we're going to shoot it. You know. Yeah, we're not we're not too bad. Now. And we're, then size. Oh, size is another thing because here we have to be careful for cigatera, and the bigger reef fish carry a lot more cigatera. Like bigger. So yes, yeah, so we're very selective on the size that we pick too, because okay. we don't want to shoot a fish that we're not going to be able to eat. You know, that's yeah. that would be point. Um, so it's, yeah. And I think once you get better at it, it's a lot easier to be selective and, um, make sure you're actually going to eat that night. (laughs) Yeah. I really like that mindset that you just had right there with the, like selective with the size, like don't go Mm -hmm. too big for like the trophy look of it rather than like more practical of like, this is what we can eat today because I feel like Mm -hmm. spearfishing kind of gets a bad rap sometimes for like for sport, Mm -hmm. but if you're killing Mm -hmm. to to yeah. yourself or if you're like fishing to sustain yourself that's yeah. like eating any other type of food like you yeah. have to eat exactly. yeah. and we eat all the fish that we catch whether mm-hmm. we share it with our friends um if we catch some like one too many fish and we're like oh shoot you know we shouldn't have got that last one we share it with the locals which they greatly appreciate yeah, they do, we've had much. we made a local friend um on one of the islands and we gave him two extra hogfish like smaller ones and he was able to feed his whole family his yeah. parents, his siblings, his grandparents. And we so that thought, was really we, thought cool we were just, you know, giving him a couple fish for dinner. But he was like, yeah, my grandma and my aunt, my cousins were like, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it was crazy. Heartwarming. Yeah. yeah, it really did feel good to hear him say that, too. But he was he was a really cool guy. And, and anyone we can help out or share with, we do. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. And it must feel 
so nice to be so self-sufficient when it comes to like food and water and that stuff and like mm-hmm. being able to oh, yeah. do it for yourself. Yeah, yeah, we do not take anything for granted either. Like we go out and get fish and we're like, we are so grateful for this fish. You know, it's not like, oh yeah, we just got a mahi. Like, oh, I wish it was something no. else. It was like, oh my God, we're I like, got, we got this fish. fish. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, we're we get excited, excited for everything. everyone and it's super rewarding too. Mm-hmm. You're just like, this is it. This is the best thing that's ever happened. Every single fish. Yeah. I yep. love that. Every, every time. Single time. Every <laughs> single time. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you don't get the fish, then we're stuck with canned tuna and canned chicken. Which and is not Nobody great. really um... wants canned tuna and canned chicken. And <laughs> we'd rather eat yeah. fresh fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, did you mention something about making your own water earlier? Or am I crazy? Yeah. We actually have a kind of a small water maker most people have water makers that run off generators um that make about 30 gallons an hour but our water maker draws about four amps it runs runs off off, dc power yep runs off our solar and makes about a gallon and a half an hour Mm -hmm. so it's something that we've been able to maintain our water levels with when we're running it and um we don't have enough solar and battery right now to run it 24 7 Mm -hmm. but we're hoping that after this summer like if we need to fill our tanks before, say we go to the Dominican Republic where you can't make water, where the water's not drinkable, then we can run it 24-7 to fill up our tanks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just a, it's, it's a, it's great. You know, it's, it's great to be able to have water, not have to worry about, oh shoot, where am I going to be able to get water um, yeah. to pull into some of these marinas is a little sketch. So I'm like, uh, I don't know <laughs> if I want to, I want to dock and pick, pick up some water, you know? And, and putting that water in your tank sometimes, like it could be not very good water you know so to be able to make your own water and to know what you're putting into your own tanks is yeah also that is so cool that's like i feel like it's not something that you think of like when you're going out on a boat for a while you're like oh like i need water but in your head you're like oh Mm -hmm. i'm surrounded by water not water you can drink but yeah Yeah. or to rinse off with yeah yeah that's i didn't even think of that the salt water out here is like it coating. It will coat you, and you're it's, just like, it's like Ugh. just your eyelashes. You'll open your eyes sometimes, and just like salt kind crystals. of rub, and it just hurts because there's so much salt on your face. Oh, it's crazy. Man. So water is so important out yeah. here yeah. for yeah. Very everything. Absolutely, yeah. and definitely a little sketchy to go into certain marinas and be like, "Hey, mm-hmm. we are two yeah. uh, females alone." That too. Yep. That too. Yeah. Like- it, it definitely makes people aware of, of that, the fact that we are two females on a boat. So we try to kind of try to stay away and yeah. hang men's clothing on our on our uh, lines and stuff. Not <laughs> actually. Smart. That was no, one of our plans, but we never went and did it. Yeah, we, we're, we're not too worried. We're traveling with as a group um, helps um, yeah. also the dog bark at anything and everything that comes near the boat. So yeah, we're very aware so you guys have two dogs on the boat with you what is life with dogs yeah. on a boat like how does this work Ooh. it's oh, entertaining <laughs> it's entertaining but it keeps you busy it, yes. it, it wakes you up early it makes you go to shore it makes you think about food it makes you think they about do. cleaning because there's just hair everywhere but yeah. also it's the, you know, they wake you up and they're so grateful to see you and they love adventures and they love the beach and they get so crazy over fishies. So it's just like, it's, we love them. You know, they're like 
I guess you could say our children, but yeah. <laughs> but also our friends, and they just love everything we do on the boat. So yeah, I love that. It's, and it's great. Yeah, definitely entertaining it's, for sure because there is a story, yeah. a recent story about a black eye that happened with the dog. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> so, so what happened there? <laughs> so these dogs are obsessed with fish, and obsessed. we we were on our friend's boat. And Wait, but so fishies are dolphins, fishies are fishies, and fishies are anything else they see in the water. Yeah, <laughs> anything that's moving in the water is a fishy. Yeah, <laughs> and so we had this big tiger shark come up to the boat uh, to our friend's twelve boat. foot tiger shark. Twelve foot tiger shark, and oh my gosh. they heard they heard him come up to the surface, and immediately they were like fish you know and so they went to run to the edge of the boat and I all I saw in my head was oh god they're gonna go swimming with this tiger shark because Luca's actually jumped in the water after a bull shark before so like I had no doubt in my mind they were gonna end up in the water if they wanted to you know so (laughs) it's like are you kidding so I lunged like without thinking lunged and I in the process smacked my eye on something pretty sharp which I'm glad that it landed underneath my eye not in my eye but yeah yeah, and the, the dogs were okay they didn't go swimming with the shark, but it's how, it's how you it was know a close you, call. You love them, you know? It's how you know you love them. Yeah. They, you sacrifice. just see their lives flash before your yeah. eyes. <laughs> Not even worried about your own life. No, yeah. like, was ready to lose an eye for them. Literally. Oh, my God. I Clearly, Definitely. clearly, I got a nice black shiner to show for it, you know? It looks great. You can't even see Thanks. it. <laughs> a rocket, you know? It makes you it do. look like a pirate. A it real does. pirate. Yeah, a very tough like pirate. pirate. I know, yeah. right? No one's going to want to mess with me after seeing this act. Exactly. Just, just, like, maybe don't tell them how it happened. Yeah. Then it's just I'll just like, be like, you don't want to see the other person. Yeah, we just mentioned Tiger Shark, and they're like, what? And yeah, you don't mention, yeah. Like, what like, I had to fend off this Tiger Shark. No. <laughs> not, not that it was something that was just, you know. I just love that. Yeah. Do you guys get a lot of encounters with wildlife like that, with, like, the Tiger Sharks coming up to the boat? Like, I feel like you would have seen um... some cool things. More so in the water, like when yeah. we're spearfishing, uh, it's huge. Sharks. You have the reef sharks and the bull sharks that come up to you. If you get a fish, you always have to have your buddy or several buddies around you to like okay. make sure, yeah, to Someone kind of looking every you. direction, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, because they come out of nowhere. They will steal your fish. They will like snap your pole in half because they are fast. But I mean, other than sharks in the water, yeah, they'll come around the boat when we're cleaning the fish. Um, dolphins at the front of the boat, turtles, uh, squid, squids are cute. Um, and I mean, other than that in the water, we haven't really seen too many. We haven't seen any whales. Yeah. We'd love to see some whales. That would be, that would really be cool. Be so but yeah. I think yeah. our coolest experience though was sailing back from the Dominican Republic and it was pretty rough. We had like 40, 40 mile per hour winds and the waves were about 10 to 15 feet at times and as the sun was going down and we're like you know hanging on there's these little um atlantic spotted dolphins that are just hopping teeny tiny little ones yeah they're like six foot long and they're just hopping in front of the boat and then they go out and they're hopping between these massive swells from top of the swell to the next swell feet in the air it was incredible with the sunset it was something that you would see in a movie you know like you would never expect to see that in real life one of those moments where you're just like sitting there like is this real? Like, this is my yeah, life exactly. Right now. Yep. Oh, that's yep. so exactly. cool. Oh, I love yep. that. Mm-hmm. I never really thought about with the spearfishing, like having to like protect your catch almost because, like, once they oh, know yeah. that there's a fish around, like, they're coming oh, yeah. for that. Well, that's... yeah. So, when you shoot a fish, um, it 
I think this is it. But when you shoot a fish, it, it lets off a hormone, which is what attracts the sharks. If it's, it's not like, dead yet. If you don't kill it. So oh, when you now when we kill the fish, we try to hug it to ourselves because, one, that's not any moving parts where the sharks can target. They don't know where the fish is. They just see you as a big person. Yeah. And they're like, okay, where's the fish? I don't see it. But if you're holding it out, it gives them a chance to try to come grab past it. you and grab it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's when you lose a hand or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then, two, you want to try to brain it as fast as you can. So that way it's not let releasing that hormone or that, like, um, the fight. It's, it's not fighting you because that's what the shark sense is when it's fighting you and all that. So yeah. you want to try to hug it to you and then kill it as fast as you can. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, get in the boat as fast as you can, too. Yeah, the I'm sharks, they, yes. sense, they sense an injured fish. So, like, yeah. any fish that is injured, they know it's injured. That's what they target. They'll target fish that have gotten into, like, I don't know. Do fish get in? fish like there are times where we'll shoot a fish and graze it like graze the top or or you're not close enough and it just barely like pokes the side and technically the fish is injured it's not like critically injured but sharks will sense that and that kind of like that draws them yeah yeah that's so cool that's that's insanely smart yeah like yeah. yeah. So we tr- when we when we make a shot, we try to make it worth it, you know, because you don't want yeah. you don't want to one attack the sharks, and then two, you feel really bad when you miss a fish or like injure yeah, it. Just so kind of hurt it. Yeah. We try to make each shot count and mm-hmm. uh, hit our target every time. I love that. So, yeah, That's, I'm like you guys saying that made me think. I was like, I have never thought about that, but I've seen like these people I follow on Instagram that do spear fishing, like have their catch like just like hanging like on a like little line like off their leg yeah. you know like showing it off mm-hmm. like, now I'm like why were you doing that that scares me yeah I'm not even it's there kind of, I mean there are if, ways. if you if you oh. kill the fish and you bleed the fish um then there's nothing the shark can sense so, so not leaving a trail behind yeah because the blood yeah. is all out in the in a puff we recently met a South African who when he goes spearfishing he'll bleed the fish brain the fish and then just leave it tied to um, his float line. So, like, the line that floats. So, in case his pull spear has to go with the fish, it's attached to a float line. Um, and he'll just leave it there. But the, fit, the shark doesn't know because there's no blood or anything for it to sense. You know? Cool. Yeah, so we've been learning quite a few things, too. Yeah. And uh, even recently, we've learned been learning a lot about spear fishing. And I think that's the best part about cruising is just learning from other people you meet along the way. Yeah, yeah you've you definitely get uh like introduced to or get to meet a lot of people that otherwise you obviously wouldn't and they would have such different like like life experiences and yeah ways of teaching you that would just give you such a wide perspective which must be absolutely cool big time big time yeah have you guys had any like experiences on the boat like you mentioned the dolphins but like what has been your like favorite place you've been or like favorite thing you've done or just like Mm -hmm unreal memory kind of thing oh there's so many honestly there's there's it's like every day there's something else that tops it you know and and um I don't know I mean we love the Bahamas we love spearfishing in the Bahamas we love sailing the Bahamas Mm -hmm. we love meeting the Bahamians they're all amazing um I think my big thing is uh just coming across an awesome group of people so and then everyone having like like-minded interests of spearfishing and sailing yeah. and where we want to go and uh, we all just get along really well. I think that might be my favorite part. 
it does make the same yeah because like i it's kind of silly to say but like you finally feel like you fit in you know because yeah we've grown up doing this our entire lives and then you nobody make, understands yeah, us. nobody <laughs> understands us and then we come across people that do and you're just you're on the same level and you just can connect and chat about the same things and and it's really it's been that's the probably been the coolest thing is coming across other people that if you need help on your water maker or your engine you're like hey dude can you come check this out and they actually are able to help you yeah oh, I love that. so it's i think that the community i think has been my favorite part of cruising for sure it's like there's so many experiences easy. yeah yeah and um it just it i so we haven't really gotten lonely out here. You know, we have each other, yeah. but at the same time, it's nice to meet other people and be able to hang out with other people as well. So mm -hmm. I think, yeah, yeah, that's been my favorite part. But I mean, also like the, the, in terms of the sailing aspect, like we're, we are sailing alone and it's, yeah, there's been times where we are in some heavy weather, but then we come out of it and we're like, we did that. Like we yeah. did that. We were able to do it and nothing's broken. The boat's not sinking. Like we're you fine. We're not injured. We did that. Yeah, we do. Exactly. We definitely <laughs> feel a little We give each other a <laughs> high five when we get that anchor down and we're like, we just did that. Yep. We did that. <laughs> Even on like the calmer days, but mostly during like more heavy weather where, where we know we have to get somewhere or we know that there's going to be hours and hours and hours and mm -hmm. we have to just keep chugging along, you know, but when we get to the end and the anchor goes down, we're like, yeah, we did nice. that. So I guess that's kind of my favorite part, you know, obviously being in the water and everything is amazing, but actually being able to accomplish moving mm -hmm. to another place and sailing is just so cool. That's what feels best to me. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Women yeah. too. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I, mean, I know spearfishing. I know both the both things that we do. Spearfishing and sailing are both very male dominated areas. Absolutely. And so it's so really cool to see to like, be here. two ladies doing this. Yeah. Yeah. I and I think that's the coolest. That's what we want to share as well. Is just that you know you don't like men can do it, but women can do it too. And you don't have to like limit yourself on what you can do just because you're a woman and like spearfishing, honestly, once you get the hang of it, it's really not that difficult. And yeah. we're diving as just as deep as the guys are. So like, anything they can do, we can do better. Too. Oh yeah. Exactly. Better. Yes. My favorite thing anything that we always said, like through high school is like anything a guy can do, we can do, but we can do it in high heels. Like, can I walk exactly. No, but I'm going to exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly how, like, we probably have one pair of shoes on the boat, and they're definitely not high heels. But <laughs> you put me in them, I can probably walk a mile. There you go. If I was doing to it to beat a man, absolutely I can. Exactly. Just to yep. show them Yeah. But it definitely is inspiring, um, especially for young girls watching who kind of might be mm -hmm. like, oh, maybe I want to sail. But it is like, that's a lot of guys. And I might feel a little intimidated yeah. to see two yeah. women who are like, we're going to sail around the world eventually. Yeah. Point blank. Yeah. We're going to do it. It's really, exactly. really empowering. And I think that's the big thing, too, like with society. Um, women have always somewhat relied on men and that's just how it's always been. And obviously nowadays things are drastically changing. Mm -hmm. Um, but just to, sh you know, I think everyone needs to make their impact and, uh, we're hoping that this helps to show that, you know, you don't have to rely on men, <laughs> you know, you can, so oh, I don't know. It's, and it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing, but it's just, it's nice to have that independence, mm -hmm. you know? 
Absolutely. And um, it's very rewarding. It's very fulfilling. And um, it's, yeah, like I said, it's not a bad thing, but it's just something that society has always put on us as women. And it, yeah, you just want to kind Gotta of prove them wrong. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We are progressing past the need for men. We don't need them anymore. Exactly. 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 <laughs> you know, we don't need no mans. <laughs> so if there was a little girl listening and she was like, I want to be just like these two, what would be your like piece of advice of like, go do this, go do this, go do this? What would you say to her? Um, well, I would just tell her, you know, if there's a will, there's a way. If there's something you really want to do, doesn't even have to be sailing. Like if there's something that she has in her head that she really, really wants to do, she can go do it, you know, like find a way, talk to your parents, talk to like even people at school and like, just like see how there's a way to do what you want to do. In terms of sailing, um, you do have to be around some sort of water to be able to sail. <laughs> but I mean, if, if you have that, then no doubt there's sail camps, there's sail um, classes, you know, there's probably race classes if you get good enough. So there, where there's a will, there's a way. And um, like, I don't think there's anything that we ever set out to do yeah. that we didn't accomplish you know yeah. whether it was building a fort in our backyard or building a tree house building a tree house that probably should not have been built but we did it anyway <laughs> you know like there's it's, it's it's just having the confidence yeah. and just believing in yourself is the yeah. big thing yes. yeah if you if, believe in yourself you can really accomplish anything and if someone tells you that you can't do it then just you, take that and be like you prove right, wrong you just two wait. times hard, ten yeah. times more ten times you know more. yeah absolutely ten times i love that the fact that there's people that like hear someone say like oh you can't do that and go oh maybe i can't i'm like no 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 i'm gonna do yeah. it now you can yeah you can do oh it. that's yeah, been our biggest on. drive oh yeah definitely oh. our biggest it's like drive, yeah. we, we tell people about before we started stealing we told them about it and they're like you two girls are you kidding me like yeah, absolutely right. not i don't believe you and so that was our biggest thing was i'll believe it when i see it and we're like yeah. well do you see it now because like, a lot of people channel. are seeing it yeah <laughs> yeah that. a lot of people are seeing it i love that it definitely is so fun to watch you guys and like i said like i feel like i'm there with you without yeah. doing any work which is really great for me yeah. <laughs> you guys get to do yeah. all the hard work and i just get to enjoy <laughs> it yeah it's not hard when you enjoy doing it yeah true exactly. very true very true it's like what's that song oh hey i'm on vacation every single day because i love my, my occupation, occupation. <laughs> <laughs> i love that. yeah us. you guys you guys Pretty really hit the jackpot here with this hard work to lead you here i love it for you guys oh, yeah. i love it yeah. yeah well and also like it connects us with people like you and um like be able to actually talk about it you know like we Absolutely. do talk about it but not in depth like this a lot so Absolutely. it's cool that people like you reach out to us and want to chat and whatnot oh, i love so. sharing it and i'm fully like after yeah. this like 45 minutes i'm fully gonna refer to you guys only as my friends i'm gonna be like yeah guys like these are my friends that are like sailing like they're so cool hey, and then people always hit me with the oh like how did you meet them and i'm like huh i don't know <laughs> like i just ran into them hey, we had a face-to-face conversation yeah you know, for we're officially minutes. friends we're yes, officially yeah. friends yeah, doesn't matter I'm, if we're thousands of miles away from each other. It no, works. I'll fly down. I told you. I'll go in the boat. You don't have to convince yeah, yeah. me. It's just my rubber arm. I'm invited. <laughs> hey, man. Where there's a will, there's a way, right? There is. I'll be there. 
And you guys share your life in such a cool way with your YouTube channel, which I am obsessed with. I'm not going to lie. Like, I watch every single video. I love it. It's so fun. I, like, you guys do it in a way that makes me feel like I'm there with you. Like, so I love it. We hope that that's kind of how it goes, yeah. What made you guys think, like, oh, people are going to want to watch this. Like, let's start recording and see how it goes. We did it. We just were going to do it for our parents and our friends and our like my ourselves really our, yeah. our moms from the Netherlands so our family lives overseas and um we just we just wanted to do it for ourselves to have something to look back at when we're done sailing and it, it the best of the best you yeah know, you don't the have best to take of the best and, footage. you don't have to go through footage you can just watch a video and be like yep that's that's about sums it up I remember that that was amazing mm-hmm. you know but then all of a sudden we post one video and it just blows up and we're like people yeah. actually want to watch what we're doing this is cool then we get a lot of positive feedback Most, so which which yeah. is something we didn't expect as you know two girls on a sailboat but yeah. honestly like 97 percent positive it, yeah and people it, yeah. are just giving us tips and and just telling us how how badass we are you know which is really cool to hear and that we're inspiring them we've had people message us saying that they bought boats because of our channel yeah and um no, every time I watch one of your videos, guys, I literally am like, oh, I should buy a sailboat. Like, I, I can do yeah. this. I have never sailed a day in my life. Yeah. And yet I watch this yeah. and I'm like, oh, I could do this. I love this. I want to do this. Like, this is the best yeah. thing ever. Yeah. It inspires us. Yeah. We've heard, like, from several people that we are inspiring and, like, hearing it from you, like, that's Absolutely. kind of what makes us believe it as well. Yeah. And that's what we want. You know, that's what we want people to take from our videos. And we want people to know that, like, if we can do it, I mean, chances are you probably can too. <laughs> I love that. So if someone like wanted to follow along with you guys, where could they find mm-hmm. you on any social medias? How can they find you? Oh, it's pretty easy. Sailing <laughs> the far side. Yeah. Every words. Sailing Face- the far side. Yeah. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, our website, sailing the far side, uh, our, our email, sailing the far side at gmail.com. So we kind of tried to make it as easy as possible, but it's pretty much just sailing the far side. On, ev- on any social media platform. Yeah. I love that. So very, very easy to find and to follow along. Yeah. With. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. <laughs> just want to say that if anyone wants to reach out and, you know, talk to us or ask us any questions, feel free. We're, we love responding and mm-hmm. um, reaching out or having a connection with the community and email messaging. I mean, if it gets to it, like if they do want to do a phone call and want some advice or whatever, we are all for that. Yeah, Amazing. Well, thank you guys so, so much for talking to me today. It was absolutely so fun to get to chat with you and get to know you guys. Yes, for sure. Thanks Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, Thanks for having us. This has been a blast. Awesome. Okay. I'm just going to stop recording and download. Thank you for listening to another episode of the water women podcast. I love sharing these stories with you and I love that you love to listen. Make sure if you like the podcast, you're leaving a review and liking and subscribing to the podcast. It really helps us out. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Water Women Podcast and on Twitter at Water Women Pod. You can also check out more from us, including quizzes, blog posts, and shop our site at waterwomenpodcast.ca. Thanks again for listening, and until next week, stay salty.